follow the Four Corners Podcast on social media. Like us on Facebook, Four Corners Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Podcast Four Corners. And check us out on Instagram, Four Corners Podcast. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review. I want to take this time to apologize to the television audience for what they're about to see. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a Four Corners Dark Match. This is being recorded on May 13th, 2020. Based off of some news we just picked up, this is Shad here with Brad. Matt has some stuff to do this evening. So, Brad, what's going on? Well, we we couldn't cover that. We couldn't quite fit this into the show yesterday, and um, we went a little late, so we didn't get to record this with all three of us. But so on Raw, they announced that Becky Lynch is pregnant and she is vacating the title. Well, I guess she, I guess she, I guess vacating the title's not. Not quite the, the term. Pro- I don't know. It was weird because they kind of like. She kind of gave it to Oscar, which meant the women's money in the bank was kind of like for the title. But I don't know. I don't know quite why they handled it the way they did. But uh, well, Oscar was Oscar the number one container and money in the bank, or just money in the bank, or had they ever even figured that out? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if she's. I don't. I guess we're gonna have to wait to see like how long they've known about it. Uh huh. Um, I would imagine they knew about it going into Money in the Bank. Like, I don't feel like... I, cause there there's were, there's got to be... Go ahead. There were rumblings that she was leaving, I think, a week or two ago. But I don't know, like, if that was just speculation. Oh, okay. But um, I, I hadn't know. heard the rumblings of her leaving... But you I know, heard some it, people it's... musing about it, but they were thinking it was for some Hollywood gig. But I don't know where that came from. You know that that could very well just come from from speculation. There's, uh, we're in a time when, thankfully, a lot of the, um, a lot of stuff has been kind of parsed out of what's credible and not credible uh, sources. So if it comes out of some places, you immediately look at it and kind of fart on it. And then other places you look at it and you go, okay, okay, well, this is, you know, this is probably credible. And then sometimes you look at it and you go, oh, I hope that's not credible. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, um, so that is their biggest star that is leaving for, I would say, most likely a year and a half, probably... Could be two years, could be never coming back full-time. I wouldn't be shocked if never coming back full-time ends up being on the table. Isn't it kind of wild that... um, Who would have guessed, I guess I should say, that... Go back five years ago, ten years ago if you want to, that we would be saying, you know, the, um, the biggest star in the company is the is one of the women's champions 
because if you were to say that, it'd be there'd be a whole lot of uh, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. I mean, there but, was a there was a point in the like around two thousand when Lita was kind of up there. Remember, remember that when Stephanie was the women's champ and Lita beat her for it, and that drew like a massive rating at the time. Um. I remember that it happened, but I did not remember the massive rating, I should like, say. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think there is an argument her, that she was at the time. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's a weird thing to say. And, and honestly, they're kind of kind of in a rock and a hard place now because, I, I mean, I would say on the male side, they really don't have a big star, but it was probably Roman, and he's out of the picture for a long time, too. It's interesting that Roman being out of the picture... Um... Apparently, well, I mean, Roman made the right call for him to say, look, while this stuff's going on, I'm an immunocompromised person. I'm not doing this. Yeah. And, you know, that was, I mean, that was the right thing to do. That's what should have been done. That was the smart thing to do. But along with some other news that came along and came out. It seems to me that the original statement of, you know, we're not going to penalize anybody for for not working shows during the COVID downtime, down um, it ain't holding water. You know, it's it's the, the fact that Roman, who they spent so much time trying to build up to be the next big thing, is like, look, you know, I, I, I just came off of, you know, I just, I'm in remission of leukemia just, what, a couple of years ago? And... Yeah, that's only it's been within the span of this podcast and we've only been on the air for two years so then yeah that's right because we i remember uh matt was messaging with christy petrillo on what they called the cancer raw when roman announced it yeah i think we were on the. i think we were on no i don't think we were recording when that happened no we might have been yeah we were because i remember that conversation yeah uh so it was, uh, you know, that, that was, that was a, um, you know, okay, we'll call it a year ago then and, and say, you know, that was, it, yeah, Roman absolutely should have. And um, the, and the, I think the thing with, with Roman is though it's not like it's an injured star and you have kind of like a timetable when they come back because, I mean, honestly, Roman probably can't wrestle for them again until... Um, it's going to be a while. Yeah, and and honestly, like, I think they're going to have... He's either going to need a vaccine or an antibody test or for, like, the yeah. herd immunity thing to kick in. And I think, um, I think he's probably looking at a similar time frame to Becky. Probably. And then for... for... And it, it's oddly punitive, you know, that, that they're like, oh, no, we don't mention his name on the air right now. And I'm like, why not? I mean, is yeah. it really? Well, I mean, really, is this is this really something that's worth that kind of response? But and I mean, the thing the thing with I mean, Roman, I don't think is missed that much, but I really don't know what they're going to do to replace Becky. Because just like if we take the women's division alone, 
I would say Asuka is a better worker, but they do not. They have not protected her at all. No, they haven't. But on the other hand, I would be willing to say that Asuka would is probably. You know, it would. If you remember back to. Um, Uh, I think it was the last Elimination Chamber, and at the time uh, with, I was kind of with grumbling her and about Shayna. Yeah, I was kind of grumbling about how Oscar was just ranting and raving in Japanese in the in the pod and that sort of stuff. Okay, now looking back on it and seeing where it, it it works, I didn't see it at the time. I was wrong. I admit it, but um, it. For her to, you know, have this kind of response and that sort of stuff, I told, yeah, they, I don't think it would take as much work to rehab Asuka to be believable in the top spot as uh, a bunch of other people on the roster would be. Yeah, and she, she, I think where they'll run into a problem with her, though, is I think when they have crowds again, she'll be over, but I don't think she's going to, like, pop extra ratings but no, random, si- random side note, underrated, awesome YouTube channels is Asuka's. Yeah, you said she cooks on it a lot or something? Uh, no, she doesn't always cook. Sometimes she just eats junk food. Like, I- I've watched it, and I-, <laughs> and I told my wife, I was like, good God, like, I would weigh 500 pounds if I hung out with her the way she eats. Right. And she plays a lot of, I think it's Euro Truck Simulator. She seems to like that a lot. That's... Okay. I mean... You know, you do you. That just seems like an odd choice to me. And yeah, and she also like when she cooks, she eats while she cooks. So it's it's um it's interesting. Yeah. Um. So I, you know, then I guess Becky passing it over to Oscar is. This is not okay. Let's be fair. This is. There are some people who would probably want to draw a comparison to another time when a champion dropped the title and handed it off. This is way different than that. Like I was there is... trying to think of, I was trying to think of if there's ever been a wrestler that's had to walk away at the height of their powers, and I Edge. was having trouble. Edge did. Yeah, um, yeah, but Edge wasn't. Edge wasn't like Edge was never the guy. Edge was always like the second or the third guy. Um, what else comes to mind? Through through circumstances of no fault of their own, I think is a good qualifier. But even like, even even when Savage left in the early '90s, like I would say he was on the downward. He was on like kind of a. He wasn't like at the height of his. I mean, I guess, um, I guess Becky's really not at the height because they've really done a lot to screw up her momentum. Yeah, she's she's not at the height of her ability right now but she's uh i guess you know, the rock left at the height of his powers um i mean someone who's it wasn't his choice to leave but magnum no that's true magnum yeah PA. He'd, he'd be i would say he probably wasn't quite at the height of his powers yet like he was probably like on the way up but yeah he'd be a good comparison the best comparison i can come up with um is not in wrestling. The best comparison I can come up with is um, Michael Jordan taking that year off. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
yeah, I'm gonna it, play it, baseball. Yeah. That's and, and and the theory is that they did that so they wouldn't have to do the investigation into Jordan's gambling. And there's a conspiracy theory that that's what happened to his father. Um, that the, yeah. what happened to his father was because of gambling debts. Because how else are you going to get a message through to to Michael Jordan of all people at that? You know, in the mid late nineties, right? But Jordan is the only one I can think of that that would be rough, r- roughly comparable. Because it's there's just there's not a real good analog to this. Um, you know, it's it's this is this is a rather unique situation. Yeah, um, I need to watch that Jordan documentary series that's out. That's oh, coming out Last right Dance. Now. Yeah, I've been hearing I've heard, people talk about it. I've heard good stuff, but I haven't gotten to watch it. I, um, the problem is Michael Jordan's just so unlikable. He is, but he's also Michael Jordan. He's a psychopath. So, he's a dick, but I don't yeah. know how to call him a psychopath. Um, no, he he kind of is a psychopath. Like, I mean, he channels it into, like, um, competition, but you get stories, and it's oof. Like I said, he, he's a dick, but... I mean, this it's is, part I mean, of why he was so good, but, I mean, he is kind of a... He is kind of a psychopath, but we'll move on. So, um, so what? Like, do, do you want to throw a prediction out there? Do you think she comes back? Do you think she comes back as a part timer? Like, what do you think happens there? A big part of this is going to depend on God save us. A big part of this is going to depend on how uh, on the home life. With with Seth Rollins that, and that's what I was thinking, because um because they're both wrestlers. I mean, I know they could travel together, but I don't think they want to take their kid on the road with them all the time because that's really no way to raise a kid. I don't think you like want to have and you know essentially a nanny raise them while you're both on the road. So I mean, one of you's got to take the hit. So I don't know how well, that's going to shake out. Just to theory craft for a second. It, it it could be done, um, because you would like if you had someone come with you, you know, a nanny or whatever we, whatever term we want to use. You had them come with them, had them come with you. Then it could just be that they're they're really just doing the heavy lifting in the time period of like when you're working. So, you know, if they're working raw or they're working the pay per view, then yeah. But then if they're, um, you know, all the other times, then you, the, the parents do it. But the, uh, yeah, but it's not into, like, do, do, do you want your do you do you want your child to have like a stable social life as they get older? And I know they would yeah. probably start winding their careers down when like schools coming because I think we're I think where Becky has a certain might not come back fully is if she can get out of her contract she's going to be worth a lot as an independent wrestler and if she, oh, can, she just, can set her own schedule yeah and then she, if she can just be home monday through friday and then do a saturday sunday date and make you know five grand that weekend that's not a bad day's work if i okay just to 
and and this is just theory crafting. Nobody out there take this as anything but. But can you imagine how? Because we've got to consider what the WWE road schedule is. It's godforsaken nightmare sometimes. That's what can I'm you imagine? Can you imagine Becky instead gives Cody a call and goes to work for them and has a lighter schedule? Well, I was wondering if she could negotiate um, just like a TV, like more of like a Brock Lesnar schedule, because I think I think especially the way ratings are going and if they're having troubles like withdrawing when she's ready to come back, like she's really going to have them. She's going to have leverage on them. Yeah. And I think she could really play hardball to cut back on her dates. And I think that's probably I think. I think that's going to, if they're going to want to keep her long term, I think they're going to. That's probably best case scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. I I just thought it would be fun to to ponder on that idea for a second and how big of a coup that would be. And I think think there's also the side concern, though, especially if her and Seth have a lot of money, that he might (laughs) bail on his deal, too, for more of a home life and the lighter schedule too because i mean i i mean i don't personally have a kid but i've seen a lot of people who were very career focused have their first kid and then that kind of changes their priority and they start to pull back and eventually like go home if they can afford it to raise their kid yeah because i mean it really it really does alter your priorities a lot yes it does um and it's <clears throat> it's a here's the thing if if and and the other side to it is uh, not to be too cynical but if we're going to discuss this in depth uh, i feel like we need i need to at least say this that if seth is Seth historically seems to be kind of bad at relationship stuff. So unless, like, Becky just straight up has a handle on him, which could be the case, um, then he might end up blowing it up. And then what she's not going to, you know, she if, if she was in a single parent's place, she's not going to, you know, be real interesting. You know, I'm assuming that she's got plenty of money right now. Um, she's not going to like detonate all that just for going back to work, going back on the road, and taking a bunch of bumps. And I think uh, I think the other thing is is she still has merch, and like yeah, she's probably gonna like she's probably got at least a couple months of like her cut of that coming in. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she's, they're engaged, right? I don't want to. Yeah. They're, no, they're either engaged or married, but whatever. Seth brings in, probably brings in a decent amount of money, even with, like, the problems right now. So, I mean, I don't think they're hurting. So, I think that makes it easier, too. Yeah. Let, hang on. The only thing that's been made public is their engagement last August. Okay. But I mean, he's, but I mean, they're both getting into that. They're, they're both 
and I'm speaking from experience as someone that's 39 years old. They're getting on the wrong side of, um, they're getting close to 35, and once you hit 35, everything starts to hurt more. Yeah, um, Becky benefits from having a style that's, that doesn't seem as, to take as hard of a toll on the body, but, um, Seth sure does. And, I mean, he's had, I mean, what was his injury? Because he had a fairly serious injury, didn't he? His knee injury. Yeah. His injury that he they talk about sell. all the stinking time. That he manages to injure in every single match ever. Yeah. I just don't know what they do because I look at their roster and, like, the results of these shows, and I'm just like, I, I don't care about anyone. <laughs> well, okay. Here's something fun. We might be getting to a point to where they have to change what they're doing. Because, like, even at Money in the Bank, who won the men's Money in the Bank briefcase? Otis! Yeah, but Otis is, like, the only, like, he's had the only good story. I mean, I wouldn't even call it a good storyline. He's had the only storyline that had been getting heat this year. Yeah, but it's... It's if they start like actually start looking around and striking when the iron's hot on stuff. I know that's a huge if, and we talked about that a lot. But if they'll start doing that, then maybe just maybe we'll see some different stuff, and we could see something like I don't know. Maybe we'll see like um, Cesaro you know, doing stuff in the main or something like that. It, it, I think it's possible. Do I think it's likely? No, but... But, like, even the women's division, like, they they, they, they spent the last year, like, ruining everyone that was not Charlotte or Becky. Right. They, they, they did not do themselves any favors on that. Yeah, so you have, you have a, a division that's in tatters, then... You have the problem that NXT is doing like the same thing over and over again with their women's champion of like running through the division. So you're not even building like you're not even building like credible women down there. Like, do you even hear about Bianca Belair anymore? No. It like that's 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 the problem. Like you get you get some people with a little juice behind them, and then they don't do anything with them. Like. Why isn't Io up on the main roster? Like, she's clearly better than just about anyone. If I was going to guess, didn't Io get hurt for a bit? Yeah, but she's been healthy for a while, I think. It, okay, if I was going to guess, for what it's worth, they were going to keep Io in NXT because NXT kind of seems to be more of the work rate-ish brand. But again, that doesn't that doesn't excuse it. That's just the only reasoning I can come up with. Yeah, but their main shows so. are kind of work rateish too, though. Like they have been for a while. Yeah, but they're also yeah, it's, we're it's we're just, tangling with Vince's perception. Yeah, I know. It's just it's just I I guess I don't know where they're gonna go because they really. This is like what people have been kind of talking about for a long time. Like what happens if something like this happened because they haven't built anyone. Yeah. 
No, they they haven't. And the okay, weird analogy, but it it applies. Um, back in the day, <laughs> like many moons ago, I used to play. I I, I played a lot of hero clicks, and I was even a like a, I was even a judge for in their program and stuff like that. One of the things I did not like is I did not like what you call a tent pole team where you have one piece and you build the rest of the team structured around that one piece. Because oh, if any you get some you have bad rolls, that one piece goes away and the rest of the team crumbles. Yeah, because um, especially where that doesn't work in those kind of games is people people that have played like know like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna kill that first. Yeah. It's gotta be it's gotta be a, a piece that's really hard for you to do that to. And the problem is that even if it is that, then they're taking up most of your team. You know, yeah, you plop a Superman down there, and that's most of your team, and they dogpile on him. And it, it's still going to become a close-run thing, because the game was balanced decently well. All right. uh, if, you, if you're going to have, like, a main piece like that, your side pieces need to be, like, things to buff and keep that alive at all costs. Yeah. And that's... That's the that's the thing is, uh, you have some bad rolls and that tent pole piece collapses and the whole thing falls apart, and that's without it being a billion dollar company. Um, it's like I, I I understand why they like to do it because it's worked. It worked with Hogan. It kind of worked with Michaels. It worked with Cena, right? Like, yeah, but. The, they've relied on it so much that I'm I am I'm of the opinion it's like this is not a this is not a, a this is not a good way to operate you know if you if you go over and look look at look at how WCW was operating from like 97 to two, 2000 or so right you had a main event with a bunch of people who could, you know, in any given Sunday situation, right? Hogan could beat Flair, could beat Sting, could beat Page, could beat Luger, could beat Nash, Goldberg, right? Like, that's seven guys just off the top of my head who any one of them could have been the world champion at any given point without complaint, right? Even WWE had that around that same time because you had... You had Austin and Taker and Rock and Foley and, you know, um, Kane was kind of sort of a threat. And well, then, you know, Triple H started kind of coming in there. Like, they, they had that for a while, but they kind of got the same away extent. from it. No. Uh, so that's why... That's why I... Um, uh, I look at it and I'm like, I don't, I don't like the tent pole strategy. I know it, there are going to be sometimes business is down and you, someone takes off and you hook the wagon to the rocket and ride them up there, but you've got to build other people up with it. Well, it needs um, to be more like New Japan, where you clearly have Okada is clearly the ace of your promotion, but you have guys that could come up theoretically and replace him if needed to like you still have tanahashi there that had been the man in the past and can like fill that role right 
So it, it's it's having a good structure around these people is is important. They're just not doing it, and it's it's biting them right now. Well, I think I think, and I mean, in fairness to them. Um, their ratings are terrible, but everyone's lost a lot of ratings. I just think a lot of people can't do the crowdless shows. Yeah, it, that's really it's tough. Um, it, Xavier just, Woods was on. I'm not a fan of him, but he was on um, Neil deGrasse Tyson's podcast, and he made in like 30 seconds. He made a very concise and strong argument for the fact that wrestling is the last version of Shakespeare in the round, where you're out there, you're in front of everybody, you have people on all sides watching, and if something goes wrong, you roll with it, because for all anybody knows, that was supposed to happen, and you're not going to be able to to go back and do it again. Um, Unless you're Sabu. So you 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 want to have people who are you know you're gonna have to build up around that and and you've got to have people who are capable enough to do it. It's just I I just think they can't. I I think it's because he because he everyone I think suffering even AEW is. I just think it's I just don't think it is something that wrestling can overcome. No, you need that crowd feedback because that is part of the show. It's part of the experience. The crowd response is part of it. Because you can have guys putting on a great technical match or trying to, and if the crowd ain't paying any attention, then if nobody's invested, nobody cares. And you could be like, oh, we're going to have this great technical match, and you're in front of a crowd that wants to see some brawling all night. And it's just like, you know what, screw it. Small package, let's go home. Yeah. Incidentally, my favorite joke out of this whole thing is Seth Rollins ruined Becky Lynch's title reign with a small package. Nice. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, the not crowd... make any uh, Seth Rollins jokes. I, 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 we got one. All right, we yeah. got one. Um, but it, it, it without the crowd, it, it doesn't... Golly, watching the the Phantom Mania. Um, to go back to it, watch the payoff to the um, the ending on the uh, Otis Ziggler match. I could just I sat there and I watched it, and in my head I could just hear the the whole stadium full of people lose their mind at that at the payoff of that angle. But we don't have that, um, and I, I just, mm, I can't. Um, it takes away from it, you know. I can tell you, being out there working in front of people that don't care takes away from it. If you can't get them invested in your match, it takes away from it. And not have doing it in front of an empty building sucks. It. I, the one thing that drives me nuts, and it's and it's a WWE thing because I haven't seen it as much in AEW, but man, doing like their their exact entrance the same way with no one there, and then the women all doing their 
exact entrance in the corporate headquarters for the Money in the Bank was just like cringe. I need to go back. I haven't watched any of the Money in the Bank stuff, but honestly, there's... honestly, the only the only good part of the money of the ladder of the the actual Money in the Bank matches is the Vince part. Okay, I, I haven't fight, liked it. where they fight in his office and he scolds them. <laughs> I'm gonna go find that. Um, I do want to watch it. I just haven't been able to yet. But it, it's like um, the best response I've seen to it was uh, it was it was an AEW show and it was Colt Cabana comes out there. He comes out to do his thing and then he stops and he looks around and he shades his eyes and he looks around and then he just shrugs and walks off. Because um, oh, you know, you know he, what. You know what? They they recorded that Money in the Bank thing like a month ago, so I bet I bet they didn't know she was pregnant at the time. So oh okay, that's probably that's probably some of the wonkiness of it because they taped okay. it a long time ago. I didn't realize how far back they had taped it. I, I could be I could be misstating it, but they had taped it quite a while ago, I think. Okay, it's yeah, it's a weird situation. And, you know, I look, I wish them all the best. What would make me happy is that everything works out great for them. That would make me happiest. Because um, I, don't, I don't wish bad stuff like this to have, you know, bad stuff in, in these situations happen to anybody. I, I don't know what, I, and I mean, this goes for AEW and, like, wrestling promotions in general. Like, I don't know what wrestling is going to do. Um, I, was, probably... I was talking about... I was talking about Seth and Becky. Oh, I was talking. <laughs> oh, you, you do your point, and I'll do my broader point. Look, I, I'm just saying, I hope that for the two of them, everything works out great. Everything goes as well as it possibly could. Um, yeah, and then and, they can make their own decisions, because it's their yeah, lie. And, they, and you know what? They have got enough money that they can do what they think is best for raising their kid and be able to pay for it which is hey a number one for them like congrats like a lot yeah. of people would love to have that privilege in life and like good for them yeah um but i i do i do kind of think you're right that um we're probably it's unlikely we're going to see her back full time if we're just going to the um if we're just going to go to the um, to history, like the the closest analog would be like Beth Phoenix, and you know she hasn't she didn't come back full time. She came back and did some stuff, but it was years later. So, and and I think like so. What the point I was making is, I'm wondering. I don't know how wrestling is going to rebound from this because. Well, one, we don't know when they can have crowds again, and I think that's going to be quite a while. Yeah, like, I think, I think, I think like the fall at the earliest, and even then, I don't think, um, especially like indie shows, I think are going to really struggle because I don't think, um, I don't think people are going to be super into the idea of going to like their local indie and maybe getting COVID. Like, I don't think. I mean, me personally, like, I'm probably not going to the con my niece and I go to this coming year. And I probably won't be going to a wrestling show anytime soon. 
yeah. or a live sporting event anytime soon. So I really don't know what wrestling's going to do because and in like AEW and WWE, like if they can get crowds back, let's say in September, or October, how many of those people that aren't watching now are actually going to come back? I don't know. I don't know. It's it's. Uh, we don't have anything to compare this to, and so there's no way of making a, an educated guess about it. Yeah, because I don't think. Because I mean, from what from what I gather, just from what I read about it, and like what I've read about the vaccine part of it. I don't think I think social distancing and masks in public are going to be a way of life for a while. And when I say yeah. a while, I mean into next year and maybe the year after. I think that's going to be a reality for a long time. Yeah. Um. Because like I think I think people are going to start. I think over the summer people are going to feel more comfortable, like having small gatherings with their friends and stuff. I think restaurants are going to be the next step, but I don't think. I think restaurants are going to struggle for a while. They are. And um, I just don't see, I don't see live sporting events really picking up steam, like especially wrestling that was already having trouble. Yeah, it's now to to give just just a little bit of optimism. We have the potential for. Not exactly a blank slate, but the potential for a whole bunch of things that could happen with kind of a soft reset. Now, yeah, there's going to be a certain amount of history carrying forward. You know, Braun has the SmackDown title and... uh, I don't even remember who has the Raw title right now. Oh, McIntyre. Oh, McIntyre has a, like that's gonna that's gonna persist. Um, that's gonna be the case for a while, and when they come back, that's gonna be the case. But you have a chance starting all over again, and it's not like I believe this is gonna happen. Um, but you just you go have guys go out there and say, "Show me what you got." And if they go out there and kill it, you start getting behind the people. The people are getting behind, and you can kind of start over and build, and and get some, you know, get the ball rolling again. You know, just just like in a per, pure populist booking for what's what's popular and what's getting over whenever they get started. I don't think it'll happen, but the that potential is there, and I would. I would be really impressed to see what they could do with it. If they would. That's that's the key. Always if. Always if. Yeah. Well, I think uh, we wanted to keep this one short, so I think we've kind of covered the, the news yeah. and kind of what we think and all of that stuff. So um, join us for... Our, this is probably going to be Friday if you're listening to this. And... Um, Join us for our next regular episode. We should be doing a Herb Abrams UWF show, which I'm super stoked for. <laughs> um, I think I've scared Matt and Shad talking about the UWF, so this is going to be interesting. 
I've seen some commentary online about it, so uh, I'm I'm curious to see what's going to happen. It's not going to be good. I'll worry about that. No, no, no. That's not what I mean. That's not what I mean. I didn't say that. Um, oh gosh, I can't remember who put it up. Um, someone said something to the effect of, "It's like you know that the the Herb Abram stuff doesn't compare to this." And then someone responded with, dude, whenever you look at that, there is no way anything else on TV that night's going to compare to this. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. But, yeah, hey, this is Shad and Brad. This has been a Four Corners dark match. Um, thanks for joining us, and we will catch you on our next regular episode. <laughs>